beautiful people do melang baratua baratwankina advocate tibelo welcome to another exciting episode of simply she voiced with advocate tibelo welcome guys and thank you so much for some of you who listened to the last episode commented on it liked it whatever that you did thank you so much and if you are new on this platform welcome please don't forget to subscribe like and share this episode with some of your friends and family and those closest to you remember this is our spaces in the last episode i had my dear friend miss atehang nkuta who spoke so well on humility in a leadership role if you haven't listened to that episode please go back listen to the insight that she she just put out there and everything that she said i think i replayed the episode i was so excited about it and there are some of the things that i just felt personally she is speaking directly to me and i was like okay you're not here only to speak to my guests or my audience but you are here to speak to me sis that's how good she was that is how good she is and if you want to check her out please go on linkedin instagram and all of her social media platforms just to check what she's doing you know sis be doing the things really she is doing the things i am so proud of my dear friend but today Today we have yet another exciting guest that will be joining us. She is married. Yes, ladies. We have a married woman in the room. I am so excited. And this is this are some of the things that get me excited to do this things because we meet different people from different walks of lives and she is just going to share the naked truth about marriage and discovering and finding your confidence as a wife. I hope you guys will stay tuned as I am going to bring her on. Hey Tiffy. Hey Tibello. Hi. Oh my word. I get so excited when people just jump in. I'm like, "Yes, Lord. Yes. The network <laughs> is strong. The Holy Spirit is strong. Come on, sis. Welcome to Simply She Voice with the Advocate Tibello. Are you excited to be here?" I'm so excited. Actually, I couldn't even sleep. Like I was like, "Oh my god, I've been looking, I've been looking forward to this." Oh my word! Like I, I actually didn't realize how much I've been looking forward to this. Really? Yeah. Like wow, I'm so happy to be here, guys. I love what you have done with the podcast. I love what God is doing through you yeah. the movement and everything like mm-hmm. it's just amazing girl i there's something oh. you know there's when it comes to knowing mm. your calling and accepting your calling and actually mm. going ahead with god and say okay god use me that's mm. another thing you know that's yeah. a whole other mm. courageous and boldness going on there so girl yes we see you we see you come on thank you so much like guys don't like don't get excited as yet as what she's saying about me you are going to hear about her and i believe that people are gonna get so excited because i also love what you are doing but i don't want to get ahead of myself 
I want you to introduce yourself. Who is Tefelo? Tell us about yourself. Okay, um, Tefelo Matela Mashangu. Matela is my uh my okay, maiden name. Is mm-hmm. it my name? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Mashangu yes. is my no. now new surname. Maiden name mm. is I guess. I I'm think not so. sure, but I I I I love I, using I'm two surnames. Mm. <laughs> I have decided to use two surnames because I just, in my spirit, I just felt like I'm Tefelo Matela first, and then I I became Mashangu sure. after. So, for me, I felt it was very important not to let go of that part of me, but to actually make it one thing to say I'm Tefelo Matela Mashangu. You know. Um, yeah. I was born and bred in Maseru. Yay. I I'm a mom, yeah. I'm a wife, I'm a kingdom influencer. Uh-huh. I'm passionate about healing marriages and restoring marriages. Uh-huh. I yeah, like I studied in in, in the Freestyle in Bloemfontein. I, I, I majored in marketing and communications. Sure. Yeah, that's about it. I'm married to the most handsome man I've ever seen Come in on. my life. Ah. <laughs> Come on, Black King. <laughs> my hubby beastie. Yes. yes. And that's all about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. and I have um, my baby, my blog, and um, now it's a, it's a whole. I would say I'm now into the digital space because now I'm also on YouTube, um, um the Bold TV ministry that I'm actually fully, um, not part time but full on focusing um, on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, Tiffy. You said that you felt like you wanted to keep the first part of your sending that is how i feel about myself but i want to understand you like why why do you feel like it's so important for you to keep um the matela you know surname for you even though you are married because most women are so excited about changing their their surnames and for you i see them maybe the pride like just being like defelo matela firstly and then um also defelo mashangu like yeah so why did she decide that if you don't mind sharing okay um because first of all let me just say when i when i got married of course i was excited oh my god i'm mrs mashangu i wanted to use my surname i even used it on facebook i remember after i got married i changed it into mashangu and stuff and i realized how i struggled with letting go of my surname because i just felt like this is who I am and I didn't understand at some point I was like okay God I don't understand how I'm supposed to be letting go of who I am Mm. and the whole person that I am and becoming Mm. some someone else like I just feel like and I think there's also um a psychological effect on it because I realized so many women and so many girls even my own friends when they become wives they become different personas altogether like Mm. they become new people you know like uh, i'm now a wife now you know and for Mm. me i'm like no i'm developed first before i came to follow my you know so that's why i feel like uh, it's my language in addition to who i am you know it's a a new addition of who i am now and uh, I think I struggle a lot with it. I struggle with letting go with my surname. Also, for me, Madela is like 
my great grandfather was Litole, mm-hmm. the founder of Mahuahua. Like it's a big thing for me. Like it's a big thing. The Mahuahua clan in Masari. I'm in so sorry. So I'm I'm kind of uh, a big deal in terms of royalty, girl. Hello. Hey, come on, <laughs> girl. It's the same as people like they like saying like the Mandela girls don't like letting go of that. The yeah, same yeah, names yeah. and the Mushoshes yeah. in my into in the Soto don't like yeah. letting go of their surnames. It's Mushoshe yeah. and something else, you know. Right. And for me, it's the same thing, you know. Yeah. I always feel like um, uh, my surname carries a lot for me, and I'm still mm-hmm. a, a I'm still a Madela, yeah. and that is mm-hmm. very important to mm-hmm. me as sure. a, as a woman to to be able to navigate myself, to navigate marriage. Mm. Um, I have to know who I am and where I come from, you know. I love that so much because for me, I've always not wanted to change. I've always not wanted to change my surname. But when I did my doctorate, it was a more valid reason. So I'm yeah, not of even. Course, of course, yeah. <laughs> So, but I also feel like um, the surname as well, like from the lineage that I am from, not a lot of people were successful. And um, so I'm basically like the first person that saying to to be where I'm at and you know to, to, to become a doctor. And I just I I just feel so honored and I just want to contain that. I'm like, <laughs> you know, even my and children that's must power, have girl, that's power. Yeah. You know, and I mean, yeah. you know, right now you may talk Dr. Matila. You yes. know, it's like so powerful yes. because yes. I imagine like as Debello, like I don't know how mm-hmm. old you are right now, but you've carried that same name for this years, you know, years, you know. Yeah. And for me, honestly speaking, to let mm-hmm. go of a same name that has been part of you, that is who you mm-hmm. are for 31 years to so say, bye girl, oh. I'm now this same <laughs> name, you know, like it's 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 odd yeah. to me. It's a very it's a very odd and foreign thing to me. So, but mm-hmm. each to their own, girl. Each to their own. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not a thing that we are preaching out there that people should do. We are just saying for us. For go us. with go with your own conviction. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Go with. <laughs> okay, TV. More about you now. Tell us about your upbringing as a child. You say you are from Maseru Lesotho, I guess. So, yeah. like, tell us, like, did it, it, did any of it influence who you are right now, growing up, you know, in Maseru? Oh. And, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back right now, um, I am. I am I am my childhood. I'm still trying to unlearn a lot of things that I went through in my childhood. Mm. But I am uh, my childhood. In a way, I did not have a really good childhood, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um like my 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 parents divorced when I was I think eleven. Already it was not a really amazing marriage for them. So obviously it was not mm-hmm. a good environment for us to be in. Mm. And then they divorced and my whole life, you know, Uh. was torn apart in the sense that now I didn't have both my parents in the same house and my mom had to like work. Uh, She's a nurse and she had to work shifts, like night shifts, and she had to find work somewhere because she was now a single mom. 
Mm. And she became a single mom by default just because she got divorced. (laughs) Uh, And then so Mm. she had to navigate being a single mom and her career and taking care of us and yada, yada. But it was not really, I can't say it, it was really a complex, very, very complex um, childhood that actually affected, I only realized the trauma that I had now when I was married. Mm, sure. Yeah, but otherwise, I'm going. yeah, <laughs> I love it so much. It's already starting to get good, guys. By the way, if you're wondering when was the goodness of this, but <laughs> but otherwise, yes. I think in general, mm. my mom really tried to give us, um, mm. like everything that she could. Like yeah. when it comes to like um taking us to school, taking us to good schools. She really tried. Mm-hmm. She, my mom really, like, she she really gave herself, like, she sacrificed so much of her mm-hmm. life for us to bring us up, you know. So I think there's a balance of that in a sense that I feel like I like I had a lot of trauma because of the way I, I, I grew up, also being the firstborn. I had mm-hmm. to grow up before my age. Yes. And stuff like that. So... Uh, oh, girl like it's a lot can but... i say i relate totally yeah Absolutely. yeah i relate so, like mm-hmm. yeah so for me like it's balanced in the sense that my mom did everything that she could mm. to give us a good life but at the same time it came at a cost you know mm. yeah sure. i love it so much because that is my story i felt like you know i had to grow up well for me i had to grow up when my mom passed on like quickly i felt like um my age i was not leaving out my age right because now mm. like, it's like now it's like okay i have to be the bigger sister and also similarly like a mom as well so my mom was also a single mom and like so it's i i, I totally understand when you say that you know she gave it her all however even though in her all it was not your all right because yeah. now it didn't give me it didn't allow me the Mm. the environment for me to grow as a child yeah okay so now coming um back from like you know from that background you are married to your wonderful husband ladies we already heard that in the beginning um (laughs) he's a black king very very handsome hello Um, hello yeah (laughs) and she has a beautiful daughter and like so coming back from you know that background like was it ever your desire to get married before you got married or did you just find yourself like in it (laughs) girl i just jumped right into it okay um i I never really believed in marriage growing up Mm. i've seen marriage has hurt a lot of people a lot of women that were around me at that time and marriage really even now marriage doesn't have a good PR if you're being honest um I felt like it it took from women more than it was supposed to give yeah and I felt like I saw how it like generally all the women around me my my aunts my you know like my sisters Mm. my cousins like mm. I was just like I- I'm not going there. I'm mm. not going there. Flames. I had yeah flames. I told myself, well, Tiffy, you're just gonna work hard and get your degrees and get a job. 
mm-hmm. and you know enjoy your life as 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 being a celibate you know but mm-hmm. at some point i had to do a prayer i think a friend of mine was like no tiffy you really have to consider talking to God about this thing of yours, this fear of yours about mm. marriage and ask him if it's his will for you to get married, you know, and take mm. it from there. And th- that's what actually I did. I did pray to God and say, God, you know what? I don't want my will to precede your will, you know? So okay. if your will for, 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 if your will for my life is to be married and you've called me to be married, then your will should be done, you know? And mm. here I am. I'm married, and mm. yeah, and so it's, it's it's a story. It's it's a it's a whole it's a whole and mm. because as much as I didn't believe in marriage, now God said, "This is what I've called you for." You can yeah. imagine me getting into marriage, and I was scared, and I, I had so many fears. And when yeah. you act out of fear, you don't do the right things, you know. Mm. Yeah. Sure. So tell us, how did you meet your husband? And, you know, just briefly, how did you just say, okay, this is my husband, God. I know that you're saying it's your will, but okay, this one is my husband. How did you do that? <laughs> um, so I knew my husband was the one mm. because of the fact that, okay, I made a prayer in 2014 and said, God, if this is your will, let your will be done. If you want me to be married, then let your will be done, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember I wrote all the specs um, of the things that I wanted in a husband. Mm. So fast forward, I told God I wanted to get married when I was 28. And yeah, so first mm-hmm. I was 24 at that time. So I gave God mm-hmm. four years to say, God, prepare me because you know how much I have this a narrative about marriage. So prepare me to be ready for mm-hmm. marriage, you know? Right. So I remember when I was, like when I was like I think four years into like later after the the prayer uh, mm. a friend of mine hooked us up a friend of mine and her husband hooked us up hooked mm. and I up so the and, hooking like works guys okay it does yeah hooking no like they were like <laughs> no you know what the lady said Tiffy yeah. I feel like the lady told the husband like I feel like this guy's supposed to be Tiffy's husband and the guy um told beast ah there's a girl called tiffy blah blah blah. and we just like i need to meet this lady just by looking at my photos like i need to meet this lady so uh they invited us for a barbecue at the house and then we we later went for a hike and on that hike a hike guys like hiking time which is like a two two hour walk an uphill walk so like at that time, like exactly that time, he mm-hmm. uh, presented all the, the 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 characteristics that I said I wanted in a husband, mm-hmm. and also I had told God that I don't want to date. And I remember the first thing that he said to me, Beast, was, "Um, so I want you to be my girl, and when you want to get married, I said next year February is like done, you know." No. And I was like, "What?" you know so mm-hmm. i remember back then my friends i would tell my friends now when i get married i'm not gonna date the guy we're just gonna get married and get married yeah <laughs> and that is what i actually wrote on my on my thing on my prayer okay. request to say god i don't want to date anymore because i felt like dating it exposed me to you know sinful things okay. because of the fact that i had already experienced sinful things you got me girl mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so me, yep. i was like yep. you mm-hmm. know what god i don't want to to go through that route again so 
when mm-hmm. you know when this guy comes he will be that guy and he'll just go into it and say we're gonna get married and that's exactly what happened a month yeah. later uh, i met his parents and then three months later he proposed they paid mm-hmm. lobola and then ah. exactly, Mugai was ready Mugai was ready and then yeah exactly, um the following year which is april which mm. is a year after our engagement then we got married sure okay praise jesus for that hey guys and like for those that are listening please be aware that everyone's love story is so different mm-hmm. don't go and write things in your thing and say okay it worked for tp and <laughs> this you is know. the way that i'm gonna do it as well i know people that sometimes we idolize the way that God is supposed to do things. Um, mm-hmm. and we attach ourselves so much on the process of somebody. And then we're like, oh, God did it this way. Maybe that is the way that um, he has to do it in my life. So I just want to like throw it out there that people must also, just be Also mm. to add a little bit on that, mm. um, you're so right when you said, when you say um, our process and our journeys are different. Mm-hmm. Our love, love, stories are different because i always love at god and say if i dated my husband more than a year i don't think we would be married because of the trauma that i Mm -hmm. i i had i carried Mm -hmm. with me because i Mm -hmm. i saw like it you know when you're dating Mm. your your traumas don't reflect that much because you're trying to be the best version of yourself and then when you get married (laughs) they come out you know yes (laughs) So yeah. I would always run away. Like when I realized, okay, this person loves me, I would run away. Like I was, I, I was a runner. Yeah. So I knew. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was a runner and I had so much mm. trauma and so much pain and mm. any red flag, I would run away, you know? So mm. I think it's the same thing with my husband is that God knew that if he waited any longer, that I was going to write him off and say, I'm not going to get married to this person. And I always mm-hmm. love, because that's why I, I love the power of stories and the relatability so, so much because I relate to Joyce Meyer's story because he talks, he talks about the same thing to say when her husband Dave married her, she was a mess, like a complete mess. And she had to be refined in the marriage to be the Joyce Meyer that we know right now, you know. And this mm-hmm. other pastor that I know is, is, I think it's Jimmy Evans. She has mm-hmm. a very uh, powerful ministry on marriage. Yeah. Then he's a pastor. Mm-hmm. He talks about how um, he was a Christian, but he had so many um, trauma and character mm-hmm. flaws that were hindering him to have a marriage like heaven. And mm-hmm. he, God had to restore him inside of, of his marriage. So I think sometimes some people... It, it mm. depends on God, like he knows, like God knows how he's going to um, process our our life, you know, our journey and stuff, yeah. Mm. I love that you have already touched on some of the things that I already want to, you know, ask. Now that you were, I love your love story and I love how God did it. Now that you, now you were married, now you're married, um, I mean, you got the thing that you know you diarized with god and you pray for how was that like after you got married tell us about the after i hear the before now mm-hmm. now you are in marriage tell us the after how was marriage for you 
uh now now is amazing <laughs> now it's amazing okay now let me say one is, year first I'm year marriage like heaven <laughs> yes <laughs> so first year um first year second year because i want to understand how your ministry was born right um oh, because okay. you the ministry marriage like heaven right so oh. i want uh, yeah take us through that how god also took you to that point where now you were like i need people to see a restored image of what marriage should be like because you didn't just jump in it and you're like yes marriage like heaven right no i had to go <laughs> through the fire girl the fire okay girl. take us through the fire now and take um, us to where you thought so we, so we, we got married and after we got married um obviously we're still in love but even in us being in love i'm aware that our communication is not rare you know <laughs> i'm aware of some of the toxicities of um not being able to resolve conflicts sure. i'm aware of my character coming to play my sure. ugly parts that I was not aware of. I'm aware of his ugly parts that I was not aware of because obviously we got married so quickly. And now fear also, again, played a huge part because I was afraid of marriage. One, two, uh, I'm, I, I got married quickly. So I still had that part of me that said, okay, God, did you really say this you know did you really yeah. say this is my husband so um those two fears combined and our traumas and our character flaws combined mm. bomb, you know a whole yeah. <laughs> a whole bomb and yes it was so sad for the both of us because we i could see that we loved each other so much but Mm. Our, our pride and our stubbornness mostly our mm. flesh was at play if I'm being honest yes. mm. um, and it was so embarrassing I was so embarrassed and I was so shamed, ashamed of that mm. process to say oh my god am I going to go through the same thing of yeah. getting divorced now mm. I just got married to the this person coming back. Mm. yes did, did, mm. you, did I hear right did I hear you right god you know and that's that's the time where and then of course I fell pregnant in the midst mm. of everything else and then I had postnatal depression this is now like in my second year of marriage mm. like things started later in the first year of marriage and then they like now the Escalating. Hello, Tiffy. I think the network there is. Oh, here she is. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. Like, I didn't I hear the last... call, I think, but. Okay. Yes. Oh, sorry. I was saying. I was saying. Mm. Um, the, the second year of marriage, that's when my personal depression was now um, mm. on full force, on fully fleshed, and mm. combined with already the conflicts and us not mm. knowing how to navigate conflicts, um, it mm. became hell on earth, literally, you know. So mm. I think at that time, that is when I saw the Lord the most. I was like, 
I sought the Lord for healing. I sought the Lord. And when I sought the Lord, the first thing I did was like, oh God, this man that you, you, you gave me now, I don't understand what's going on. You, know? you were Adam, yeah. Yeah, and then God was like, girl, let's talk about you. Sure. Let us talk about, now that you're here, how we go in, you know? And God like unraveled and unpacked and I went through that process of being refined. And I remember one time I was sleeping at 3 a.m. in the morning. I woke up and I just felt God saying, do a blog, you know. And I was like to God, what blog? What is a blog? What am I going to write on a blog, you know? And God said marriage. I'm like, I laughed. I'm like, God, I'm going to write like can you see my marriage right now what am i going mm. to write about marriage what do i have for people already i'm just um two years Shop. married you know i'm old mm. i'm a baby there's nothing i have to offer and mm. already i'm in a mess I, like i don't even know whether i'm going or coming i was also mm. shameful because i'm a christian and when you're a christian you're supposed to have a perfect marriage and now what is Shop. this you know like i was just going through so much you know mm-hmm. And God just said, write, you know. I remember I just, looking, uh, I registered on some word, WordPress and mm. I wrote my, on the on the very same day, 3 a.m., wrote my first blog, sent out the link to 10 of my friends and that's how it began. Sure. And that's yeah. how I started writing. Every Wednesday I started writing my my process, my thought process, um, mm. the journey that I'm going through and what the mm. Holy Spirit is doing in my life and stuff mm. like that. And I love yeah. right now, I remember God said a marriage like heaven. I love because I thought it was more of the calling and the blog, but it was a prophecy on my marriage. You yes. know? Come yes. Come mm. Come so I love it so Whew, this is so good. I love it because now, even for somebody that is in the fire, right? In the yeah. fire right now, like you are showing it to us that um, like God firstly deals with the person. Like, you know, it's not like nothing. Yes, something is wrong with your partner, but also something is wrong with you. I we mm-hmm. we spoke about it, <laughs> I think, in our offline conversation where we were speaking about that. When you see pride in someone, you should know that even yours is greater. Like, Aha, you know? yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So that is the thing that you also said, like, you know why? It's like, this is what God had to take me through, like for me to see, because now you're not painting your husband as a monster. And I think that is what I love about you so much that you're also saying like the the thing was also with me. God was dealing with me as well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like most people so many times um, when they get divorces is what they did <laughs> more than how I also contributed. Mm-hmm. Like, so speak to somebody who is in that situation where they, their eyes are so focused on their partner instead of God change me. Like, what yeah. can you say to that person? Yeah. Um, you know what I always say, like, uh, because of this blog, I, I was exposed. It exposed me to a lot of married people. And mm. I talked to a lot of married people about their marriage woos and everything. And you know what they always said? <laughs> I mm. know I have my own issues, but... And I would say, what yeah. are those issues? And they would yeah. never point them out, you know? Mm. Mm. 
they'll never point them out and most of the time it's because if you cannot point those issues out it means that um babe can i can we pause a little bit yes like uh, people already know that you have a child if your child is up it's okay you can still speak while your child is here how are you toilet uh no no no. i'm talking to beast how are you toilet yes well she's talking to the happy guys so you see this is why i love it i know um yes yes so most of the time it's really about the fact that um you i'm sorry i got this a little bit um so yeah. <laughs> a lot of times it's it's a thing of okay um i know i have my i, I know i have issues so i'll ask yeah. what can you name a list three of those issues mm. they can't name them because if you mm. can't name those issues it means you're not self-aware sure you're not aware sure. of your yourself you, you haven't done the introspection to see what you've contributed in it you know and mm that's when I, I would tell them to say, go back and mm. pray. That's why I would say, even before you think of divorcing, even if it's, it's, it's still God's plan, even if you, because the restoration looks different for a lot of people. Restoration for some people is God fixing your marriage. For some people, it's God saying, you are done here. You had to learn something from here. You are done here, you know. Mm. But you will never learn that, you, you will never learn what that season had what God had brought in, to you in that season, if you don't allow God and say, God, um, here I am, you know. Mm, I love it. Yeah, I love like it. you, like mm. you seek the Lord and say, God, here I am. Here is my marriage. Um, mm. how did I? What did I do wrong? How did it go wrong? You know, and then mm. start there, and God will start every so that when God heals you, because God is going to heal you, and mm. You, 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 like you're going to be obedient to the Holy Spirit, then yeah. if the situation does not change in your marriage because you're dealing with yourself, you know, if it does sure. not change, then you know, you know what, even when you look at that person, you look at them through the eyes of grace and say, this is not for me anymore. You move out of that season healed. You move mm. out of that season um, restored and transformed, mm. you know. And that is what I always say, never, ever, ever leave a marriage or never, ever divorce without learning anything from it. You're going to do a lot of injustice to yourself and you're going to be a bitter person. You need mm. to learn and um, um, can, you need to hold God's hand and let the Holy Spirit lead you. You know, then you know, because for me, my my restoration came through my obedience and my mm. transformation because only that changed a whole atmosphere and a whole environment in my marriage, you know. Mm. So mm. now it's now it's like marriage, like heaven, like you are tasting that, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> so, mm, mm. so like so what do you want people to get out of your ministry what is it the thing that you desire the most and i i believe that that thing that you are going to speak about is the thing that god has pressed on your heart like what is it that you want people to get out of marriage like heaven i want people's minds to be renewed sure i about marriage 
as mm-hmm. a whole. I want people to be healed. Sure. I want people to be transformed. Sure. I talk a lot about refinement of character because I think even Christians, even mm. people who lead churches, big churches, mm. don't have refined characters. You cannot be sure. a good spouse without having a refined character. No matter how much you speak tongues, no matter how much you quote scriptures, no matter how much talented you are, if you don't have a refined character, then you're going to make a bad spouse. I was, yeah. I was, I've been a, a child of God for a very long time. I slept at the church. I didn't yeah. know at some point I would be the type of wife that I was at some point in my life, you know? So yeah. I think that is what my ministry is all about. It's all about um, healing and saying to people, be aware of the fact that trauma is a thief. Sure. Trauma is a thief and we need to acknowledge this, what we call trauma. A lot of Christians don't, don't acknowledge trauma, don't mm. go for therapy, you know. Um, as much as I believe Jesus is our greatest physician, yes. our greatest psychiatrist, but mm. unfortunately some people, the Holy Spirit is a gentleman and he will not right. force you to address yes. your traumas unless you allow him to unpack them for you you know so i've went through a whole journey of me being a christian without allowing the holy spirit to unpack my trauma until i was in the fire and i was forced to address it you know so i think that's all i can say i want to help single people to be ready for marriage to be prepared to understand what Mm. a marriage covenant is because i think when you don't know what something is, it's easy for you to abuse it. You easy for you to not come on. Um, understand the beauty of it, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. So mm. that is all I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about people, mm. children of God, having mm. marriages like heaven. I'm mm. very passionate about that. And yeah. and feel like with some people who, um, especially those who want to get married, I believe this is a disease for those who want to get married and those that are married. The social yes. media, two second success things of marriage where they see Tifili Beastie on holiday by Le Cape Town. And somehow they're just like, okay, this is how marriage should be like flowery and clittery, right? And mm-hmm. we believe that, you know, sometimes social media offers, you know, um, artificial marriages um, mm-hmm. instead what you just spoke about where you're saying, I want people to not only, you know, see marriage as this thing where you, you just enter, but something that also you, you see the beauty of it in a godly way. What can you say to those people that have idolized marriages on social media? Hey, shame, man. You know, it's the same thing. Shame, <laughs> I thought it's okay. the same thing as idolizing someone's life. Yes, because it is. when you idolize someone's life, I remember I always said, I think I have always said, because I was born again before, and then I when, I when I got born again, I looked at other people's lives and I wanted to emulate that. Mm. You get me? And yes. I got lost in the way because I didn't know what God wanted for me. 
So mm. I always say when you idolize yeah. someone's marriage, you're going to think that is what God wants for you. Gante, that's not that. And you're going to be very stressed and frustrated when it does not go that way. Mm. For example, in my situation, if mm. I had idolized people's marriages on social media, I would mm. probably be depressed by now. Mm. But because yeah. I understood that God has a purpose for my life and for my marriage, I sought the Lord. Mm. So as much as I love what God is doing with marriages, and especially social media, because I feel like there's a lot of Christian marriages coming out and mm. uh, that being, you know, the, the, the Bible says it should be the light and the salt. And that actually right. being that they mm. are refining and renewing our minds when it comes to what marriage is a wholesome marriage looks like you know mm-hmm. and that's good because we've had stories we've seen stories horror stories about marriages so when we look at them we're like oh there's hope you know but mm-hmm. always be aware of that we post on social media what what we want people to see mm-hmm. yeah I and love then that. we hide, you know. I always laugh sometimes when I take a picture of me holding a coffee mug. There's a sink of dishes, but I'm not showing <laughs> this sink of dishes. You get me? I love it. I love it. <laughs> mm. So it's the same yeah. thing. It's the same thing. The, the same thing. Right, right, right. But what I said, <laughs> I was, what I once said to my husband is it's not easy to take a selfie with your husband if you guys mm. are not in a good state. So, mm. if there are people out there that are able to post their pictures and selfies as couples, hi. Mm. Probably they're oh. not that bad. Things are not that bad. <laughs> but some I people can fake it, don't you feel? I I don't... I, I, okay, the thing is, I'm not a pretentious person. I don't know how yeah, to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mina, when I'm angry, I don't want to take a picture with you. I yeah. will not post you even. You get me? Yeah. So some people, they mm. see it. At least some people I know, they can fake it. They can but fake I, it for money as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for money as well, you know. Yeah. yeah. We have to get the bread on the table. So yes, we'll yes. talk about it later. So like as long as now you're just being, we are that couple and then we'll talk about it later. Like, you, you know, because yeah. some people, Joyce Maya once spoken about that, I think, even in her marriage, her early years of marriage, where she was having a difficult time, where they would argue in the car and immediately when they get in church, it's like they hold hands. And even though she knows that her heart is not there, <laughs> but, you know, she has to do this, right? That's so, horrible. yeah, so it's it's like people sometimes they do it. And I think it is a thing. But I want to move quickly to like just um, you as a wife, you have you have so much confidence even the way that you speak and the things that you're doing for the Lord right now. Like, but I and you even have this name, Bold Tiffy, right? Uh-huh. Um, which I love it so much because I believe it's so prophetic. It gives you a sense of like what you're doing right now. You're doing it with so much boldness. You're sharing your story with so much boldness, but it is not many women who feel like I can speak, right? I can say what I feel like God is prompting me to say. I want you to speak to that woman that, you know, that feel like, how did you do it? How did you, you know, just step out of your comfort zone and became the bold Tiffy? What, like, you know, what is the importance of 
just sharing your story in, 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 an, in an authentic way that, you know, people can relate and you can also, you know, bring the glory of God to it. Hmm. That's, 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 I've never mm-hmm. actually thought about that, but, um, hmm. I think for some me, people are afraid. you agree that, you know, some people are afraid of, um, I've always, I've always been, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, I've always been afraid. Sure. I've always been afraid since I've always been an afraid person. Even when God gave me ideas to touch something, I would yeah. look for someone to partner with because I don't want to do it alone. And I was talking to a friend of mine, I think two days ago, and I said to her, God tricked me into doing this blog thing because in you, I, I, I wouldn't need someone to partner with, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, at that time, I really don't know. Even the name Bold Tiffy, I really mm. don't. I just know everything happened that day, 3 a.m. in the morning. When I did mm. the blog post, I had to, to, to create a name for it. And mm. I just remember I had that word to say, bold. I'm going to be bold because mm. I was afraid. So I sure. think for me, the opposite of being afraid is being bold. So that's why oh, I said bold teaching, you know. And mm-hmm. you're being and you you're right when you say it's something that is prophetic because mm-hmm. when I started writing, I didn't even know how to write. I like I didn't know how mm-hmm. to even do it. But as time went on, I knew mm-hmm. how to people was like, Oh my god, you're such a good writer, Kiri, me. I'm yeah. a good writer, you know. Yeah. And now I remember even when with YouTube. Mm. this year during my daniel fasting god said we're moving to youtube mm. i have never even thought in my life that i would do youtube ever mm. like i was so afraid of it i'm mm. still even even now as i'm speaking to you i'm like this is uncharted waters for me you know <laughs> and i was yeah. so stressed because i used to say to god i'm like I why you know I I haven't spoken English in a very long time because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at home I'm a stay at home mom I'm unemployed so I don't speak English as often as I should so mm-hmm. I want to be eloquent when I speak my English on YouTube and it was mm-hmm. not working out mm-hmm. I got so stressed about it I would stutter I would cry after shooting that video like oh my god you know oh, oh. And, but for some reason, I just kept on going and going and going. I don't even know what happened. And it's, it's the same thing with, oh, I think what happened with the blog, mm. the first time with the blog is that I wanted to quit so many times. Every time mm. I would quit, the next, I would go onto the website and find myself, I would find so many views on the website. I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. There are people who are reading. Mm. 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 There are people that are reading this. And I remember this one time I had like 4,000 views in a month. And mm. I book. So really people are, and people will comment, oh my God, thank you so much for blessing us, Tiffy. Oh my God, mm. Tiffy. I'm like, Hebo, so I am mm. doing, like, I, this is impactful, you know. Yes. Even with YouTube, I remember I was like, oh my God, I don't even want to do this. Like there are so many times I want to quit. So, so many times I always feel like mm. I want to quit. And yeah. then I would just be sitting there and the, the subscribers would be going up. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, maybe mm-hmm. there is something here, God, you know. So I, I think for me, every time I try to quit, there's something that God says to me. And then I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm right in, the, in his calling and his purpose. Yes. So 
Mm. I'm not letting it go, you know. Yeah. So mm. I think for me, it's just trusting his words, trusting mm. that he would not leave me here and forsake me, trusting that he's called me, you know, like trusting mm. his his voice. Mm. I think that's about it, really. Mm. I love it so much. Like, I love your authenticity. And I also love how obedient you are because you are just doing it. And guys, yes, you will hear it at the end. Please go and follow her YouTube channel and her blog. Amazing, amazing woman of God that is doing amazing things. One last difficult question that I want to ask about marriage, Tiffy. And uh, for those that are listening, be warned, this is not professional advice, nor it is legal advice. Should you seek one this podcast will recommend one for you at the end so for somebody who is in an abusive marriage somebody's listening both physically and emotionally what would you advise that person to do at the moment i'll always advise that person um to one a separation Mm. from the spouse Mm. because it means that their life is not um safe Sure. So I always say with, with anything, I know God hates divorce, but yes. God loves life. You know? So God has brought you in this life because he has a purpose for you. Mm. And you have to get out of that situation whereby you are being physically abused, mm. you know? Mm. Because, yeah. Mm. So... Okay. It's really about that you need to um, get out of the situation as quickly as you can. And I always say separation first because I always say go through the period of healing Mm. first before you can make such a decision because it's a huge decision, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So my advice is go on a separation. Mm. Um to preserve your life Mm. and then seek the Lord, go on your healing journey and your healing um, and transformation season, because you've obviously in that marriage, you've, you've um, incurred a lot of trauma, Mm. a lot of pain and a lot of hurt that would hinder you to make the right decision, you know, and also don't make decisions according to what the society says or what people say. But mm. do a, make a decision according to what the Holy Spirit says to you. Mm. I've heard stories of people saying, yes. I was in an abusive marriage and my hus- my God restored my, my marriage and my husband yeah. does not do it anymore. Mm. And I've heard situations of people where like God said, get out of the situation and they restored them with a, a whole new, amazing, wholesome marriage like heaven. You mm. know, that take mm. also. I, it, it, for me, it's always seek the lord first not people's counsel not your pastor's counsel not Mm. your friend's counsel but seek the lord first and what he says but first before seeking the lord separation yes that is your advice okay that is my Um, advice yeah okay thank you so much for that um you are already dropping so many like you know bombshells that i'm just like i need to listen i have the privilege of listening to this before it's you know um so i love it so much because like you 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 bring so much to the table um but um quickly transitioning to the advice that you would give to the singles how important is it for single women to remain content and fruitful in the season that they are in right now 
sure guys like <laughs> i tell her now that i'm now that i'm married mm. now that i'm married i i think a lot of people a lot of my single friends like saying to me oh my god married people like giving advice to single people mm-hmm. yada, yada. and yada <laughs> and like guys we are on the other side now yes you know, it's, the you same, it's, it's, it's the same thing with not being a virgin and advising virgins to keep their virginity because you are, you yeah. are now on the other side mm, 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 mm. and singleness and celibacy it's a beautiful beautiful season mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people don't enjoy it as much as they ought to yeah because we are looking on to the next thing which is marriage yeah and we are not um being fruitful in that season Mm-hmm. because in that season we are also supposed to be fruitful mm-hmm. not only in marriage mm. and you know sometimes I always say I look at my single friends that are like now in their 40s and they're mm. still waiting for God to and I'm like but you're not living mm. when was the last time you went out for coffee alone Talk about when, it. when was mm. the last time you went on a movie every time I call you you're in the house Mm. Like your husband is the one to find you in the house. Let's start there. Even if it's not even for your husband to find you, but you're mm. not living. Your mm. your husband is supposed to find you living. Yes. And you're Love not it. living. Mm. You know. So I think mm. that is my advice to single people to say, seek the Lord in this season to say, God, use me in this season. Yeah. And fully yeah. be impactful to the kingdom in this season. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Mm. As Paul encourages us, because single people, you don't have a lot to worry about. You are not pleasing your husband. There's no husband to please. The only husband to please is Jesus at the moment. Um, now. Sorry, yeah. I had to wake up at 7 a.m. just so that I would be able to yeah. do the podcast. Yeah, and I love it. Like, Yo, I love it because they're seeing it even right now when you are recording that you still have to attend to your um to your husband, whatever that they need. And you know, so like uh, it, it's a, it's it's really a joy to do that. Like guys, we are not disputing that. It's a joy to serve your husband, your spouse in a good way but we are also encouraging people that are single to be aware that there's so many things that you can do that a married person cannot do right Mm. Mm, that is so amazing um and lastly i think with the single people that uh, maybe they're in situationships or entanglements because singleness only, I know that it has its baggages as well. Like people who are single, some are waiting in entanglement, some are waiting in situationships and all of that. What is the criteria or standard that you would advise people to use in choosing a partner? We already elaborated that we don't copy anyone's story. We don't like, you know, uh, make God to, to move in the in the same way that he moved for Tiffy and Beast but we are saying like right now as a person that we I consider you now as an elder in marriage like somebody that we can come to um, Mm -hmm. for advice and all of that but um so I want you to encourage like, you know, especially the women, because most of the people that listen to the podcast are women. So I really want you to encourage like, you know, people who like what is the criteria or standard that you can say 
as a person who's married, I think you're married for five years. Was it yeah. five? Yeah. yeah. It's five almost years. five. Almost five now. Yay! But I'll, I'll fix that, that line. Uh, you're done. Like, everything is good. Uh, you can now fight. <laughs> so at that uh, so at that stage i believe that looking at your own mistakes looking at some of the things that you you have learned and refined i believe that advice or rather like you know um counseling someone is also saying do not make the same mistakes or like you know do not these are the things that you should be aware of so i think that the basically the question is just like so is there a standard that single people can use in choosing a partner yeah absolutely and always say guys you don't have to ask Sierra for her prayer. I'm here. I'm <laughs> your sacrificial, I am your sacrificial lamb. <laughs> I went through the fire so that you don't have to go through it. Okay. Um, I think for me, um, looking at my marriage right now, mm. one of the biggest, biggest things that I could say Mm. Um, hindered us to get where we are was character mm. hmm. and I always say just because someone is playing drums in the church and someone mm. is an usher and they have a ministry does not mean Hore, they have good character I think that is a message I'll mm-hmm. keep on preaching yeah and what we heard how, yeah and how do you know someone has a good character by the manifestation of the fruits of the spirit. That's right. it. I love it. There is the, the gift. Life. Mm. Yes, there's the gift of the spirit, mm. which is the gift, which is our mm. our callings and what we're supposed to be doing. And there's the fruits of the spirit. Those mm. two things are too different. And I think most of the time we look at the gifts more than the fruits, you know. Oof. And it's very, very important for us to look at the fruits. I think a lot of marriages, a lot of Christian marriages struggle because of that, because of the mm. fact that we look at the gifts, not the fruits. And mm. if you read the fruits of the Spirit, if you read um, in Galatians 5, mm. and you read about um, and again, love, love is patient, mm. it's not boastful, it's not this, it's not that. Mm. It's on, I think, First Corinthians chapter 14. Mm. If you're able to see and detect those things in a man, mm. then you're good to go. Sure. Come on. I love it so much. Love it. And because yeah. I always say, I know a lot of people say, no, we went from the same church. It does not matter. Mm. Yes, he's supposed to be a born-again Christian. He's supposed to love God. Even if he comes from Rema, where now mm. you come from Abapostola Baji Rico, what what? Okay, guys, I'm sorry, but okay. Yeah, but at the same time, you speak mm. the same language of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> what matters is the fruits of the Spirit. Abapostola Baji Rico, guys. But hey, I, like, I, I totally agree. Okay, totally, totally, <laughs> totally, totally agree. Tiffy, thank you so much for uh, just being here. I'm, I don't want to take much of your time, but last words from you. 
Uh, what what do you want people to to you know take away from you know yourself in your life? What would you say that when you arrive there, right? Um, let me say you 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 get to heaven. What are some of the things that you feel like um, you want people to you know to feel about yourself? What what would you want people to say about you, like you know, at the end of your life? But whom? I feel like I've arrived. For me to be asked such questions, hi, bo. Yeah. <laughs> um, my legacy, ne? Mm. My legacy would be love. I want, that's my legacy. It's mm. love. Mm. I want people to remember me as a loving person that yes. gave love and. Yeah, and also I want people to remember me as an ambassador of marriage. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm not even ashamed of that. And even people say, hey, I'll see when I got done and it's fine. I love yes. marriage. I'm yes. passionate about marriage. Mm. Um, marriage as it is, it took so much from me. Mm. And I want it to heal. I'm giving back to people to heal them. Mm. you know yeah so i think i would say it's love it's healing mm. also it's transformation mm. yeah like that's my legacy love healing and transformation love healing and transformation i love yeah. that Ooh, Tiffy, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. Thank um, you. Where would people, like when people uh, want to communicate, maybe reach out for you to you, like please share some of your social media links or like, you know, whatever. Where are you at? Where can we find you, Sissy? give us your template i have it um my 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 on instagram you can find me at bold tv bold b-o-l-d-t-i-f-y at bold tv and then on youtube is still the same it's bold tv b-o-l-d-t-i-f-f-y uh, we are there also on Facebook. It's still the same thing, Bold TV. We also have a Bold blog site. Uh, uh, it's com. That's simple. Bold TV everywhere. Come on. People must just search Bold TV, right? Yes, yes. And obviously, we will tag Bold TV on Instagram as soon as this podcast goes out, guys, so that you can just check her page out. Like, it's amazing. I feel like, you know, you you know your things around Instagram and social media, whatever that she, like, this that is doing the things. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you, babe. <laughs> thank you so much, Tiffy. Until the next time, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Giale Boha. Share my love with your family and thank you so much for just sharing parts of you. I know this is parts. It's not the whole thing. People must yeah. go and get the whole thing on your 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 platforms. So like thank you for sharing bits and pieces of your parts. We admire it. We love you and we wish you all the best that God has in store for you. Oh, thank you, babe. Luena Fella, may God bless you. May yes. bless your ministry and may he give you all the strength that you need to carry on. Yes. 
Mm. And may he protect you. May he cover you. Amen. Yes, babe. Bye-bye. to say i enjoyed that guys would be a definite understatement tiffy you brought the house on fire marriage like heaven i loved her authenticity i loved the way that she keeps on emphasizing on the fact that character is so much important character is important to god character must be important to us as well i also love how she also said that um drama is a thief if we don't acknowledge that trauma if we don't invite the holy spirit to come and unpack the drama for us then sometimes we will you know not be effective or rather we would not be impactful spouses in our marriage i love it so much i also loved the interruptions for me i love this podcast as raw as it comes because you guys got to see a little bit and i say a little bit because tiffy shares so much on her platforms on her vlog on her blog about the things that god had to take her through in her marriage but i love the glimpses of the inter in, in interruptions that she's experiencing in her life when her husband i thought it's a child actually but when her husband is asking for something or like asking to, for her to help you just see the reality of marriage men and how serving like sometimes we have to be not even sometimes all the time tiffy my girl thank you for blessing us thank you for just you know sharing your heart out and um i really hope that people would learn something from this I think one thing that I want to say lastly is how she also emphasized for some of you who might be in abusive relationships the one statement that stood out is God hates divorce as a as a lawyer I admit that wholeheartedly but I love how he she says but God loves life God loves life remember sis God came so that in the form of jesus so that you can have life and life in abundance god loves life so if that marriage is sucking the life out of you you know what you gotta do so for those seeking professional help about their marriages firstly if you are a christian this podcast honors and recognizes the work of our local churches or pastors please reach out to them please reach out to your spiritual family or someone that you truly um trust and love yeah and secondly i would really highly recommend therapy and if you don't know where to begin please google better help dot com where you can talk with a licensed professional therapist online thirdly if you are seeking legal advice please google google guys use the school of google okay just google a trusted family law firm around you or nearest to you or email me at matilla at gmail.com for more information but besides that 
guys thank you for joining us in this space again and until the next time bye for now